Hello and welcome to Finding True North. I am your host, Erica Hinkle, licensed clinical social worker and owner of True North Holistic Counseling. Um, so it's been a hot minute since I've been on here recording anything. Um, initially, I think I had some grand plans around dropping this somewhat regularly maybe one to two episodes a month, um, maybe interviewing people, talking about different topics, and then having meditations. And so far, I've done meditations and haven't done one in six months. So uh, yeah, that's where this is at and I've been at, um, but I'm creating a little more space right now. And um, so maybe there'll be more episodes, maybe not, we'll see. But today I did want to um, just talk, talk about a topic because I keep seeing it come up over and over again, um, not just with clients, but also with friends and in my own life. And it has to do with learning to live in the questions and learning to love the questions, um, the big questions in life. And so I'm going to start with this quote um, by a poet, Rilke. And um, then I'll kind of dissect it and what I've been seeing. And hopefully it can be helpful for any of you listening and kind of the journey that you're on um, as far as growth and mental well-being goes. So here's the quote. Be patient towards all that is unsolved in your heart and try to love the questions themselves. Like locked rooms and like books that are now written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given to you because you would not be able to live them. And the point is to live everything. Live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answers. So what I love about that quote is so much of it. Um, but one thing I really love is that idea that sometimes, and this is my paraphrase of it, we can't know the answers because we can't live in the answers right now. We're just not there yet. And it's not in this judgment way or that, you know, we haven't done enough work yet or whatever it might be. It's just often that life circumstances are in a way, um, or our life circumstances are just not open to the answers yet. Um, and so the hard part with this though, and what I see and what I've seen in my own self and what I see in the lives of others is that sometimes when we get to that point where we're like, man, there's all these questions and we start to spin in the questions and just want to know the answers, um, we do a few different things to cope with that. One thing is that this big question that we have, we kind of shove deep back down and pretend like we don't know, right? So maybe we're questioning something really significant in our life, like our career choice. Um, maybe we're questioning our relationship, um, with another person or maybe even our relationship to certain things in our lives like substances or whatever it might be and these questions are big and scary 
And so because of that, when we're in a fear place or an anxiety place, we want the answers because it feels like a sense of control. Um, But unfortunately, with those big questions around these big significant things in our lives, um, the answers aren't going to come quickly. And so because we have this part of us that's really hardwired for survival, and because that part of our brain is really sensitive, sometimes that part of our brain identifies the discomfort of sitting in these questions as being unsafe. And we're in a, when we're in a space where we feel unsafe, then we want to do everything we can to protect ourselves. So we either, like I said, shove all that back down and pretend not to know because denial is a great survival strategy or perceived survival strategy. Um, Or maybe we do the opposite and we just go searching and searching and searching and just basically continuing to spin our anxiety and confusion by like seeking all these answers outside of ourselves, seeking them in other people, seeking them in books, seeking them in teachers or mentors or whatever it might be instead of just sitting in the question or just even like asking the question and then just going about your day, acknowledging the truth of like, there's a part of me that's unsure about this really important thing in my life. There's a part of me that questions whether or not this is healthy or right. And then just letting yourself move forward and starting there. Because if we don't even take that first step of being honest with ourselves without trying to fix it, but just witness it, it's hard for doors to open to eventually live our way into the answers, right? Because if we don't even ask ourselves these questions, then nothing's gonna change. And if we go the other extreme of just spinning in the questions, we really get ourselves stuck which also prevents change. And so I encourage you to start to get curious about these nagging things and start to think about what it might be like to live in the question, because I know that sounds pretty vague and abstract, Um, but sometimes it might just be to start with that piece of being honest and asking it. Sometimes it might be to start asking that out loud to another person. And sometimes it might be having really hard conversations with yourself or another. And knowing that that won't be the answer overnight, but that eventually you'll be there. And we really just can't know what we don't know until we know it, right? So sometimes there are these answers that are just so far out of our realm of possibility or our realm of knowing because we just haven't experienced anything like it yet that we just can't imagine and so we keep ourselves stuck. But the thing that I've really come to realize is that in living in this stuck space, we're living half alive because we're not being fully us in this experience and that's the other part of the quote from Rilke right is that experience it all like life is meant to be experienced all of it 
And a part of the all of it is this hard stuff. A part of the all of it is these big questions. And so truly we're living kind of only half awake or half asleep when we're not allowing ourselves to sit in these questions or move in these questions or live in these questions. So I encourage you, um, I know, like I said, it's hard and it's vague and it's abstract to maybe think about, but I encourage you to start getting curious. And if it's feasible for you to have support of a therapist or a mentor, not to find answers in them, but just to have the support in the space um, to start looking at these things, um, just to have somebody there who can witness it with you because sometimes it's really scary to try to go it alone. The other piece is that if you do have a therapist or are looking for a therapist, finding one that does what's known as somatic work, which is bringing the body into therapy, can be so helpful because like I said earlier, sometimes the survival part of our brain kicks in and thinks that we're unsafe when we're truly physically completely out of danger's way. Um, But when that part of our brain thinks we're unsafe, it really clouds our judgment and our ability to look at things honestly and openly. And so finding a therapist or some sort of body worker um, who might be able to support you in that can be so helpful. And then, like I said, in kind of the show notes for this, I will have links to uh, mental health resources if you are looking for that mental health support. Um, But yeah this is just some food for thought Um, and I hope that it opens the door for some of you to give yourself permission to be curious about some of the hard things and I hope that wherever you're at on your journey that this can just be a helpful supportive kind of stream of consciousness or thoughts um, to help you out so be curious Be kind, be well, and take such good care of yourself. And just deep sighs, let it go. All right.